Hey guys, welcome to Tom Talks. My name is Tom, I'll be your host, and this is my co-host, Jack. Jack, tell the audience about yourself. Well, uh, I've been working with Tom for about a year now, and uh, in that time, we've uh, learned a lot of things, and a lot of people want to know these things, so that's what we're here for today. Someone I'm asking, Jack, <laughs> tell us what you really like. Uh, well, I like monster trucks and alcohol. There we go. Now we're getting real. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking to you about all things Fort Worth, really Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, but we're in Fort Worth, tend to like it a little bit better over here, so we're going to focus on that. And we're going to talk about stuff that's going on, happenings. I think today we're going to be talking about the DFW Fast Pass. Yes, sir. That's our first topic. Yeah, so if you don't like waiting in lines at the airport, could be for you. We're going to talk about the stripper house that's for sale. Yeah. (laughs) And Rivian. If you haven't heard of Rivian, it uh, could be a very big deal here in Fort Worth. And then finally, housing market expectations. So since this is the first, uh, here we go. Since this is the first podcast. I, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I am a real estate agent. Uh, I do real estate investments and I've been doing it for about six years here in the Fort Worth area. Prior to that, I was a engineer, uh, computer engineer, worked in the, uh, IT space, building websites and that kind of stuff. Really boring stuff. And Jack, Prior to this, you were military. Yes, sir. So uh, I've been doing this, like I said, for a little bit over a year, uh, about a year with Tom. Before that, I was in the Marines for eight years. And before that, I worked mostly factory and warehouse jobs. Sweet. Okay, let's get into the good stuff. DFW Fast Pass, what do you know, Jack? So from what I understand uh, from the articles we were reading, the Fast Pass system is going to be a way that allows people to schedule their screening time so you know you show up to dfw and it's a giant it's a guess it's it's, it's a mess yeah um you show up and there's like a billion people in front of you you're waiting in line for like half an hour your plane leaves in like two seconds and you're not going to be able to make it so what this does is it from what i understand allows you to schedule a time that you show up and whenever your time slot opens up you just go straight to screening so you don't have to wait around all day you just show up at your allotted time and they take care of you from there. And you don't need TSA pre-check or anything like that? Actually, from what I understand, they don't do pre, uh, pre-check with this one just yet, but it is in the pilot program, so. So it's only available in Terminal D. I don't know why they picked that one. <laughs> and it's, uh, oh, you didn't mention the best part. If you use it right now, you get a $5 voucher for food or other retail stores. Yeah. Well, what, what are you gonna buy with $5? Nothing in DFW Airport. <laughs> <laughs> One stick of gum. Maybe. Oh, man. Okay, so that's interesting. I, uh, I'm i interested to know where yeah. that goes. I'm actually thinking it'll be a really good thing because uh, me and my girl, we're very uh, organization-oriented, so mm-hmm. especially her, she she gets really She's into it. She's a planner. It. Yeah, she really is. Um, and I think something like this would be really good for her because showing up and then just either you know, just sitting around for an hour is not going to be great for her whenever she can just show up have everything ready to go, throw our bags on the luggage conveyor, and then just go to the plane. I mean, there's one time I got to DFW, and the security line was ridiculously long. And I, my, my whole process when I go to the airport is like, what's the least amount of time I can spend in the airport? So I'm always trying to gauge it where like I hit the security line, walk right on the plane, and the plane takes off. And this, this particular day, the line was really long, and the security guy, pulls up a phone. I don't know if it was his phone or like a, 
like something to do with the airport, but he's like, hey, there's a security gate, uh, five gates down, no line. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so we made it. What's the hookup? Yeah, but I really want to know if like if that's something anybody can log into. Like if you could log in and see what the security lines look like before you get there. That'd be pretty good. Right? I think that would be better than the you, fast pass. You know, whenever you go to the terminal, they do have the little um, the little clock over the top that tells you like approximately this long of a wait. Yeah. It'd be really cool if they had an app where you could check that and it was yeah. like, hey, there's only a 22 minute wait at this one as opposed to an hour mm -hmm. at that one. That would be very helpful. Because they do have the Sky Tram and you can just go from terminal to terminal if you go into one. I think the real problem is they don't have the suggestion box in the airport. <laughs> otherwise it's far be done. It'd right. just be complaints. So the stripper house, what do you know about the stripper home? Oh man, so this one was making a lot of waves on a Zillow Facebook page because, well, I mean, just the the main picture for this this house is something else. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll throw some pictures up here on the podcast. It's uh, 5125 Mystic Trails in Dallas, and it looks like a, a normal house on the outside. Actually, it looks like a really old house on the outside. Yeah, looks like something you'd see in a neighborhood like that. It's like comfy, cozy, just very... Very in place for the neighborhood. Yeah, and then it looks like they've converted a garage or something. There's a stripper pool. There's a couple bars. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I believe somebody said that it looked like a swingers club. <laughs> Let me pull up. Uh, I've got the Facebook post here. Yeah, the, everything from purple carpeting to uh, to bright red drapes, uh, a raised stripping platform. Um, so this is on the uh, Zillow Gone Wild page of Facebook. But I'll read some of the comments here. So first, uh, first one, looks like it could use some TLC and penicillin. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely the type of house you wouldn't want to light a black light in. Yeah, well, that's pretty bad. That's also a comment on here. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough lights all the world for me to walk into that house. Oh man. Yeah. From what I saw, I believe somebody even said something like, uh, "You need a safe word to look at these photos." <laughs> <laughs> this says uh, Alexa. Play Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley <laughs> Crew. Oh, that's great. All right. Very cool. All right. Just messing around with that stuff. Now, Rivian. Now, this is kind of cool. If you're in uh, Fort Worth, um, this could be big. So, I guess, first of all, Jack, what do you know about Rivian? As far as I know, they're the next big competitor for Tesla. Okay. They're going to be uh, opening a factory somewhere around the Walsh Ranch area. In Fort Worth, and they're dumping about five billion dollars worth of industry into this factory. That's a ton. So, there was a, uh, from what I understand, there was a ranch that sat just on the west side of Walsh, which is on the west side of Fort Worth. If you're not familiar, and Walsh, one of the things that it's known for is its high-speed internet. It's got some of the fastest internet in Texas, and so they're looking at, I think, this ranch that were part of it. I don't know if it's all of it, part of it, uh, to put their uh, new facility there from now this is the crazy thing I had never heard of this company mm -hmm. uh, we did a little bit of research on the guy that started it and there's not much out there the guy's 36 uh, he started this company back in 2009 so he would have been 25 uh, he has no other track record or anything else but this company is valued at like five billion dollars or 27 billion is some ridiculous number and they haven't delivered a car yet right so they currently have a facility in Illinois and they're supposed to start deliveries this year, but it sounds like they have contracts with a bunch of big vehicle, uh, what do you call them? Uh, 
vehicle players, Companies. Ford, Chevy, yeah. all those dealers. Yeah, yeah. And so it sounds like these are the guys that are going to produce the cars, the electric vehicles for those guys. And so I mean, this this could be huge. I mean, it'd be a lot of jobs. It would also mean that thirty is going to be even worse than it is right now, <laughs> which I, I don't. And this is maybe something that maybe we'll figure this one out for for one of the next podcasts, but. They have to be doing something about that highway because the amount of houses they're still planning on building at Mulch mm-hmm. and everything else. White settlement blowing up the way it is and everything. Yeah. There's only there's one highway in and out and it's only two lanes. Yeah. Two, three. But two. with the amount of industry this is gonna bring in, this is something that uh, more jobs, so more people more incentivized to do stuff like that. Uh, that means more people moving here, so more taxpayers, so the city has more funding to uh, be able to uh, build this type of infrastructure. Right. So we may actually see some of those changes here in the future. And then the other thing, too, it mentioned that Fort Worth has already passed. I don't know how this works, but basically they've already said, OK, hey, Rivian, if you guys move here, we're going to give you all of these tax breaks. So they've already approved this tax break package to get mm-hmm. them here. So it sounds like, I mean, this may actually happen. It doesn't seem like a far-fetched thing yeah. at this point. They've already got a contract with uh, Amazon, I believe, to deploy 100,000 delivery vans for them in the next few years. Uh, I don't know if that's the entirety of the contract or just within the time period, but we should we may start seeing uh, new Amazon vans here soon. Yeah, that's solid. So, very cool. That's exciting. And then uh, let's talk a little bit about the housing market before uh, before we wrap up here today. So, a lot of people are asking. <laughs> A lot of questions this past year was nuts like just the past 12 months because we had covid and then all kinds of things happened right you had this forbearance program come out out of nowhere really and nobody really understood what was going on but there were i think there were two different ways this worked one of them was like hey you guys don't have to make any house payments for six months or nine months or 12 however many months mm-hmm. it was but at the end of that, you got to pay us everything that you didn't pay us. And Americans can't save. We don't save money. Like that's, <laughs> not, that's, that's not what we do. So anyways, um, there's a lot of talk of foreclosures that are about to happen. I don't think it'll impact us here because of all the job growth. There's there's a ton of people moving here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we had like 1,000 people a day moving to, to, to Texas. Now it's like 1,300 or 1,400 a day. Were you telling me that? Was that you? I don't think so. I think Amy. Yeah, I think it was Amy. Um, And so anyways, so what we found, and then interest rates dropped. So you had all of these people that were like, should I move? And they're like, nah, we're just going to stay put, refinance. Then you had other people that could move because they lost their job. Now they were in forbearance. Well, you you could sell your house, but who's going to rent you a property? And you can't buy a property if you have no income, right? So those people got stuck. And then you have this influx of people moving from California and all these other states where shit's weird, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, we've got this huge demand for houses and there's just not enough houses. And so anyways, everybody's going, what's going to happen? Well, housing, house prices across DFW went up like 20% over the last year. It's crazy. Yeah. Which for those of you that don't follow house, house prices... 20% is a lot. It's like a typical year you have, I think, 4%, which is, I think, usually pretty close to inflation. Right. Um, but yeah, so 20% was just ridiculous. So anyways, the question is, what's going to happen next year? 
or over the next year? Well, we got people on both sides of the fence. There's some people that are like, it's got to come down. It can't keep going up indefinitely. And then there's those other people that are like, it's just going to keep going, riding it to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then you got that third group of people that are worried about an inevitable collapse. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I think, uh, boy, any of those things could happen. And I think next week we're going to, we're going to take a look at how the Fed affects the housing market, because I think it is. And when everybody talks about, you know, there's going to be a dip in the housing market or there's going to be a crash or whatever term they want to use, there is going to definitely be a slowdown whenever the Fed changes their policies. And so we'll look into that. We'll look into, you know, does that mean I should sell now or next year or should I hang on to my house? All that kind of stuff. We'll go through that, too. Um, but I think for the time being, I think we're going to have the same problem that we had this year and next year. I think there's still going to be a ton of people moving here and there's still not going to be enough houses because builders can't build them fast enough. Especially with all the, uh, industry we got going here, there's just going to be, yeah, nothing like people want to move in. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, that's my, uh, that's my prediction for next year. Anyways, we'll see what, what happens. Of course I have no crystal ball. (laughs) But anyways, uh, yeah, so this is our first episode of Tom Talks. If you like stuff like this, we're going to have a lot more coming up. I think next week we're going to talk about the Stonegate Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the Fed and how that affects the, the housing market. And there'll be a couple other cool things we'll throw in there. I think there's a new highway coming in in uh, North Fort Worth. That's oh, cool. going to affect a couple things. So uh, anyways, if you like it, go ahead and subscribe or follow or, you know, the social media stuff. So. <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening, watching, listening. Over now.